Wolf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. This song makes me want to start swinging. Well, unfortunately, it made the Padres want to start swinging in the bottom of the ninth, too. So, yeah. Well, many times, closing time, there are some altercations that happen from time to time. I'm worried we're going to hear this song a lot this year. Uh, Steve Gilbert is joining us on the Arizona Sports Line. I'm not going to make him listen to all of Semi-Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Gilbert, of course, uh, covers the D-backs for uh, Steve, how's it going today? It's good. How are you guys doing this morning? Uh, less, doing good, Steve. less good than we were after the top of the ninth <laughs> inning last night. <laughs> I guess let's start there. Uh, it's one game. It's, it's There's 162 of these this year, but I feel like we're all kind of sensitive to this after the way last year played out, and I feel like there's more on the line this year. So what did you make of, uh, of how things unfolded in the bottom of the ninth last night? Well, uh, to, to quote uh, Nick Pecoro, it's not what you want. Um, he likes to use that phrase all the time. <laughs> Oh, he said, what do you think about such and such? He goes, oh, not what you want. Um, anyway, I, listen, I, yeah, it was uh, obviously a heartbreaking loss for them. Uh, the way they, they rebounded after a, a tough start from uh, from Ryan Nelson early, and then he ends up pitching better, and they, they take a lead. It, it looked like, wow, they were going to walk away with uh, with uh, a win in the series first game against the Padres. That would have been big for them. I, I think you're right. I think one of the things you hit on is that while it's always disappointing when you lose a game that way, I, I think we're all probably a little sensitive to it because of the way the bullpen's been the last uh, two, three years. And I think that's, uh, that's probably playing into a lot of people's feelings uh, this morning. So, Steve, do you think that this is still going to be a closer by committee right here? Or do you think that Tory will lean on Scott McGuff once again if given the situation? I think it's going to come down to, to, to matchups again. I mean, we saw it in L.A. Uh, he used Chafin to close out one two-to-one game. He used a combination of Chafin and McGuff to close out another game. Uh, so I think you'll you'll continue to see him rely on matchups. And I think that's something else to, that kind of got lost in the shuffle yesterday was that, you know, they did win. The bullpen did hang on and, and so up two, two two-to-one games in, in Los Angeles. So, um, it's not like the the pen has come in and, and completely uh, imploded here the first uh, five games. Talking to Steve Gilbert of uh, MLB.com. Steve, yeah, it's only five games, and the bullpen actually has been pretty good other than the, the bottom of the ninth last night. But it is one of those things that if this starts to snowball, it can really suck the life out of your season. It's, I mean, there's only so much you can do, I guess, to guard against that. But is, is that sort of the plan now to just focus on what's been working out of the bullpen and, and hope this was just a blip on the radar? Yeah, I mean that's I mean that's all they can do at this point is to is to put this behind them and try to you know move right on. I agree with you that you know if it happens again today, then it becomes you know a narrative. It becomes even more of a story. So um, again, let's uh, we'll see what happens over the next week. But uh, they certainly could use to have some. Uh, well, actually, what they could really use is not to put so much pressure on the bullpen with these one run games constantly. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would really help. Uh, but if they do, it would help uh, if the bullpen got a, a few saves here to kind of put everybody's mind at, at ease again. 
You know, it's just so impressive to see Corbin Carroll go out there and get three more hits and uh, playing the way he does, of course. It's so cool to watch him. I absolutely love it. My son watches him as well. He's 13 years old, loves to watch him run the bases the way that he does. And this is what we're going to see from the Diamondbacks all year long, or at least we think that. Can you tell me what Corbin Carroll is like? What do you know of Corbin Carroll as a young man, Steve? Well, he's, let's start with, he's extremely bright, um, and he's extremely focused. Uh, you know, we, we did a story on him last year after he injured his shoulder, uh, what could just be a, a real devastating injury for a player. You know, he spent about a day uh, processing it emotionally, and then he, he carries a, a spiral notebook with him uh, that he writes a lot of stuff down in. And he pulled out his notebook and he came up with, okay, what things can I get better at while I'm, while I'm rehabbing this year, since I can't play this year. And he came up with a whole host of things that he thought he could get better at. And, and also uh, went back to school at ASU um, to, to, as he said, try to uh, build capacity in terms of uh, keeping himself busy and stretching his limits and, and continuing to, to uh, to build those muscles, both physically and mentally. Uh, and then he came out to, to Chase Field that year. Uh, a lot of people didn't know it, but he was sitting behind home plate for most of their home games with one of their advanced scouts uh, talking baseball, going over every situation that was happening on the field. And so much so that they, they got tired of, uh, of leaving him a ticket every day, so they <laughs> gave him a, a baseball operations badge so that he could just get in whenever he wanted to. So that I don't know if those, those couple of little stories there kind of shed light as to, to what kind of character he has and, and how hard of a worker he is and why uh, they, they felt comfortable giving him an eight-year eight extension because they know he's going to that he's not going to let up. Steve, I just got to follow up. I, I want to make sure I, I'm hearing you correctly. You said a spiral notebook. He carries that with him daily. He has that. He has that. He has that with him. And you know, I, I don't know that he brings it to the field with him, but he does have that with him. And, and <laughs> when he wants to remember something, when when he wants to work through something, that's that's what he will open up and and uh, and write it. Yeah, I would advise him to not change anything he's doing. That is an old soul. That sounds like well, an old I mean, soul if, right there. And if you talk to if you talk to Tori Lavello, you know Tori's told the story too that you know they have guys in at the end of the year to kind of go, you know, what are you going to work out on the off season? And some guys are more specific than others. And you know, Corbin would would walk in with his notebook and open it up and say, okay, this is this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do better at. This is the the activities I'm going to do to, to get better. And, and uh, it's just always been impressive to the, to the entire organization. Great stuff. Uh, this wow. is joined by Steve Gilbert right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Steve, Madison Bumgarner, again, it's just one start. But, again, I think people are sensitive to it over because of what it's been over the last few years with Mad Bum, where he's been really up and down. Uh, we were talking about this yesterday. How long do you think the leash is on him if he strings together a few of these bad starts? Yeah, that's a great question too. I, I think there was a when we uh, walked in the clubhouse after uh, after that game the next day, the next morning, next I'm sorry afternoon, and saw that his uh, his locker was empty. We all thought, "Whoa, that was quick." Um, but it was just that they had sent him back for tests because he, you know, he felt like he had some arm fatigue. Yeah, guys, I don't, I don't know. Uh, that's a really great question and something that uh, how much longer. 
they go? What is he making progress? Do they feel like he's making progress? Uh, do they feel like there's something he can can do about it? So uh, that's that's something that certainly bears watching if if uh, if he continues to struggle. Steve, how important do you think the start of the season is? And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about the first 25 games, 30 games of the season. How, how important do you think it is for the Diamondbacks, this young team, to get off to a good start? Well, I think we see it all the time in sports, Wolf, right, where a team gets off to a good start and then they start believing in themselves and then it kind of snowballs in the, in the positive direction, kind of what we're talking about with the bullpen you know, if they, if they keep having bad outings, it snowballs into, uh, oh, here we go again type thing. So uh, I think for them, it's certainly important. I think it would help them build some confidence, get them on a roll uh, after what's happened the last few seasons. And certainly the young guys, you know, if the young guys get off to a good start and, and they're rolling, you know, they don't they don't know any better. They like, they like to say about young players, they don't mm-hmm. they don't know enough to be worried or they don't know enough to 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 not think it's going to just continue. So I think that it's big for a younger team. I think it's big uh, for any team to start believing in itself early on in the season. Steve, we appreciate the time. We'll talk to you again soon, and hopefully we won't be playing closing time at the start of the interview. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, buddy. Good, guys. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it, Steve. uh, Steve Gilbert checking in from MLB.com, covering the D-backs, of course, as he does, and he does it very well.